1: Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. If you wanna create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported thousands of women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. So if you're frustrated, if you're doubting yourself, if you're not enjoying the journey, there's a better way. Together, we'll break through your past patterns. We'll eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and most importantly, enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Hope you are having an amazing day today. We are going to be talking about one of my personal favorite things to talk about, I love talking about the science stuff, but specifically I love talking about carb tolerance, carbohydrate sensitivity, insulin sensitivity and ways to improve it. And I think the reason I love talking about this so much is because I didn't understand this for so long and in my lack of understanding, I was missing probably one of the biggest pieces of the puzzle for me in terms of nutrition and metabolism and my ability to lose weight and and my ability to understand how I could go about that in a sustainable way. Because for years, I would cut carbs. That seemed to always be the way that my body would respond best and experience fat loss most readily. But then... I would just put the weight back on. And that was very frustrating for me and it's been an interesting journey having young kids to see, you know, the the thoughts and the beliefs that I have around food because I was that person who felt like if I so much as smelled a bagel, I was going to gain weight. And now I have these three little fruit bats. Right? My my kids could eat fruit all day long and Just yesterday, I was making them sourdough banana muffins, and they're obsessed with pasta. And these are things that for years I just didn't have around very much. I certainly would not have had five pounds of fruit a week going through my house, and I wouldn't have been making pasta multiple times a week or baking muffins for sure. But fortunately, enough time has passed that I really have a better understanding about how to improve carbohydrate tolerance and why I was sensitive to carbs for so long. And I see so many people struggling with this. They feel like the only way to lose weight is to cut carbs, but they don't wanna cut carbs for life because they enjoy pasta or they enjoy bread or they really love fruit. And they stay in this yo-yo cycle when, when they are carb restricting, they're seeing results. But as soon as they stop carb restricting, They stop getting results and worse. They put the weight back on and they're in this cycle and it's miserable. Not only is it miserable, it's really bad for your body. It's taking a lot hormonally and from a cell health standpoint, the yo-yo weight gain is bad for every part of your body from your circulatory system to your joints and all of these kinds of things. So what I wanted to do today is break down carb tolerance. And I've done a few episodes on on this before, and I want to give a different kind of example today that I think will really resonate. Uh, Back episode 009 was about carb spillover, what happens when you don't have storage space for the carbs that you're eating. Uh, Episode 474 as well. I've done a lot of different episodes on this going way back, eight years or so, to the beginning. But I want to describe it in a different way Today, and I think this is something we can all relate to, and I believe that it'll change your understanding. And then you can, when you know better, you do better. You know those big Stanley water tumblers that every influencer has? I don't. I don't consider myself to be an influencer, although technically, we all get it—a big, big tumbler of water, right? Let's say that you spill it all over your kitchen counter, and the first thing that you do is you go to your sink and you grab the sponge, but you don't wring it out first. So you bring that wet sponge over to this big spill of water and you're trying to clean it up, but you realize, I mean, at worst, you're making it worse. At best, you're just pushing it around, right? Creating a, a bigger mess because the sponge was already waterlogged. It can't take in any more water. Totally ineffective, That is a really great example of what is going on when we feel like we are super sensitive to carbohydrates. Our muscle is already full of carbohydrates and specifically the storage form of carbohydrate, which is glucose, glycogen, chains of glucose. So because that That storage space is already full. When you have that pasta dinner, it can't go there. It can't be stored there. And that's when we see what is known as carb spillover. To be stored, it gets converted to and stored as fat. Now, this could happen for a couple of different reasons or a combination of reasons. It could be because you're overeating carbohydrates. It could be because you're not active enough for the carbs that you're eating Or because you don't have enough muscle mass. There's just not enough storage, right? If you are trying to store uh, three pounds of flour in a mason jar, you just don't have enough storage. So the extra has to go someplace. And in most cases, it's a little bit of all of the above. Overeating carbs, not being active enough for the carb you're eating, and not having enough muscle mass. Here's another scenario to consider. Let's say you you took a regular rectangle kitchen sponge and you had cut it up into some pieces because you're going to do an art project with your kids. So now you have a bunch of these little tiny sponge fragments and you grab one of these little one by one inch square sponges to go clean up that big mess of water. Like you get a little bit up, but the majority of the water is still sitting there. It's not going to get picked up by the sponge because you just don't have a big enough sponge. This is what happens when you don't have adequate muscle mass, right? Your muscle tissue is unique in that it's packed with what are called glucose transporters, right? Your muscle mass is potentially the biggest storage you have for carbohydrate. And it's not a fat storage. It's, it's glycogen storage. It's chains of glucose, building blocks of carbohydrates. And if you don't have much muscle, you don't have much storage, right? In, in my house, my house was built in 1707. And one of the things about houses built in 1707 is people didn't have much stuff. So there's not a lot of closets. We just can't store much here. And that is what is going on. If you do not have enough muscle mass, you just can't store much. So it gets converted to and stored as fat more quickly and with less load than somebody who has more muscle mass. This is such an important thing to know and understand. Now, insulin sensitivity comes into play when we're talking about how quickly and readily can your muscle mass let this in. But the precursor to all of it is carb tolerance. And there are many ways to go about making a change here. You can increase your activity level. You can decrease your carbohydrate consumption, quantity, and frequency. But the most effective long term strategy is to put on muscle mass. This is where a lot of myth and misunderstanding comes in because people are like, oh, I don't want to gain weight. I don't want to get big. I don't want to get bulky. I posted something the other day on social that basically said something like fearing that you're going to get too big and bulky from lifting weights is like fearing you're going to become a NASCAR driver by driving your car, right? It, it doesn't happen that way. There are absolutely people who have a common experience of when they start lifting that they feel bigger and bulkier. That is not a muscle issue. That is a nutrition issue. Sometimes people start eating more like, oh, I had such a great workout, and they don't realize that, that they're overeating. But muscle, when we put muscle on our frame, we tend to look more compact. We look leaner. We look fitter. We look less flabby. So there's a ton of misunderstanding around this idea of putting on muscle mass and it making you bigger and it making you bulky and all of these things. That is a myth. We're not going to get into that myth today, but we are soon because after I had Morgan on the show, he's been on the show before, but I had Morgan Bungers on a couple weeks ago. Um, he is hands down one of the top two trainers I've ever had. He's incredible. And like I said, because I'm dysfunctional, I've been working out with a trainer since I was like eight years old. Not even kidding you. Um, Morgan and I have put together a very comprehensive program for anybody who is beginner weight training, but also somebody who has done it before, but maybe they were training for weight loss and they weren't really training to to get stronger and to put on muscle mass. Um, we're going to be doing a totally free live webinar on Tuesday, the 21st of November at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to be talking more about, because this is only one reason why having more muscle matters. But it also matters because muscle takes more energy to maintain itself, meaning you can eat more without weight gain if you have more muscle mass, more than that, muscle is anti inflammatory. That is critical for your health and your disease risk. It's also protective of your bones. I mean, I could talk for hours on all of the benefits to having more muscle and all of the really scary things that happen when, as you age, you aren't intentional about building and maintaining muscle. And you can build muscle after menopause. And you can build muscle in your 60s, and your 70s, and your 80s. You absolutely can. So we're going to be talking about all of that and, most importantly, answering all of your questions. The webinar is Tuesday, November 21st. It is free. It is live. We will answer your questions. We will plan to have a replay. We never guarantee it because tech issues happen, but you do have to be registered to get it. Um, you just have to go to primalpotential.com forward slash webinar to register for that. primalpotential.com forward slash webinar webinar to register for that. And of course, I'll link it up in the show description. You can let me know if you have any questions. But we're gonna be talking about this program that we're launching in January. We've made it stupid affordable. I mean I've told Morgan a hundred times like this is priced 10 times lower than it should be, but whatever. It is what it is. We've already made that decision. We want to make it very accessible because this is so important. But this isn't the only way, right? You can make modifications to your diet and your carbohydrate intake. But if you really want to not feel like, oh, if I smell a bagel, I gain weight, then adding muscle to your frame is the most effective solution for that kind of thing because this is what your muscle does. It's, it's the storage space that you have for this glycogen so that it isn't converted to and stored as fat. Activity also very, very much helps right? Even if you weren't putting on muscle, the more active you are, the more you're going to get through those stored carbohydrates. The problem is, or not those stored carbohydrates, the carbohydrates you consume. The problem is that a lot of people who are just focusing on like cardiovascular exercise, they're already at a point where they're insulin resistant. And so their bodies just aren't very efficient in processing them, no matter how active they are. And putting on muscle is an antidote to that because, again, our muscle tissue has glucose transporters that improve our insulin sensitivity just by nature of having more muscle. So cardiovascular exercise can help, but it is not the most effective solution So we're going to talk about all of this stuff. It is so important from an energy standpoint. It's important from a metabolism standpoint. And I have other episodes on this. The first thing I would recommend is that you register for the webinar, right? Primalpotential.com forward slash webinar. The second thing that I would recommend is that you check out some of the other episodes that I've done on this. Episode 009, episode 474. Those are a couple of good ones to start with. Start to pay attention to... There's just more and more understanding around how important muscle is. And I'm going to talk about this a little on the webinar, but it's on my mind right now, so we'll kind of go there for a second. But a lot of things that we associate just as natural repercussions of aging are not, in fact, natural repercussions of aging, but they are indicative of loss of muscle which does not have to be a natural part of aging, right? You can be building muscle up until the day that you die. You can counteract those forces. But what we see in sagging skin is not necessarily just a natural cause of aging. Yeah, sure, there's some changes in collagen and breakdown and whatnot. But a lot of times that sagging skin is mostly because we're seeing age-related loss of muscle, That can be counteracted. When we look at things like changes in posture and people who feel like they're shrinking or their backs are rounding, that is not a natural cause of aging. That is reflective of muscle loss. Then you might be thinking, oh, no, 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 that's bone loss. That is also bone loss is tied to muscle loss and having more muscle is protective of your bones, not just risk of injury and fall, but also the actual integrity of your bone. uh, degenerative diseases and seeing a higher incidence of chronic disease in older individuals. Is that just a natural cause of aging? No, actually, that is too related to loss of muscle because the more muscle we have, the more anti-inflammatory properties we have within our body. That is protective. This is so important. And this is exactly why I said to Morgan, we need to do something. We need to make it crazy affordable, even if it means stupid affordable. That was probably a mistake, but we've already made the commitment on price. And and I am just bound and determined to get this information and these tools and these resources and specifically what we're doing with Morgan. These workouts and these modifications and the busting the myths and understanding how to work around injury and other limitations, fears of injury. Um, It's just so important. So Register for the webinar, primalpotential.com forward slash webinar to register. It is Tuesday, November 21st at 8 p.m. That is Thanksgiving week. You will be able to get a replay if you are registered for the webinar. If you don't attend live and you want to catch the replay, don't sleep on it, though. Don't let a week go by because we're going to tie into this program that we're doing, Um, sort of Black Friday, Cyber Monday special pricing already lower than the stupid low price that we've priced it at. Um, and and so I don't want you to like watch it after Thanksgiving and be like, oh, shoot, I missed that. So just a word uh, of caution around that. And then check out episode 009. Check out 474. Check out the episode that aired recently that I did with Morgan. What's that episode number? Let me look real quick. Uh 1135, 1135. Check out that episode as well. This stuff is so important. I hope that the sponge analogy is helpful for you to see that so many of us have these fully saturated sponges and we're wondering why we can't tolerate carbohydrates. Or we have these teeny tiny sponges that are trying to clean up areas that are not, that that sponge is just too small for. And that is reflective of Not having enough muscle mass for the things we're trying to do. But again, that is just one of the components that play into why muscle is so important, right? It's certainly important for carbohydrate tolerance and carbohydrate metabolism and not having the high likelihood that it's going to be converted to and stored as fat. But that is a piece of the puzzle. I think it's an important piece, right? I want to be able to enjoy the carbohydrates when I have them and not feel like, oh, that means weight gain. So things to consider, register for the webinar, primalpotential.com forward slash webinar. If you have any trouble with it, just message me. I'll help you out. And I will see you tomorrow